This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. So Twitter, Twitter, the world I'd love to soon leave. Yes, Twitter claims to be, of course, a bastion of free speech, but uh, we know that's not true. They actually censor, uh, censor a lot of people, mainly on the right. But a few months ago, Canadian feminist Megan Murphy was banned from Twitter for posting a series of, uh, you know, what can only be called straightforward transgender-related tweets that included the following statements. I mean, you tell me if this is offensive. Quote, men aren't women. Or, quote, how are trans women not men? Not allowed to say that now? Apparently that is a horrific offense. And these comments, pretty much, were considered so hateful that she was silenced by Twitter. So Ms. Murphy is filing, or has filed, in fact, a lawsuit against Twitter. And it's on the grounds that Twitter promised it would uphold free speech of its users. And yet, here we keep seeing them time and time and time again, buckling to activist groups who seem to dictate what is and uh, isn't acceptable. Megan Murphy joins me now. She's a Canadian writer, journalist, and founder of Feminist Current, and this is Canada's leading feminist website. Hi there. Hey, thanks for having me on. Thank you for joining me. So you're suing Twitter. Is this a first? Are you the first kind of leading the way on this? Apparently there are others who have attempted to sue Twitter, although I'm not familiar with those lawsuits. Um, Certainly there's been nothing that's Um, gained this much media attention, and I think it's a pretty strong case. I think it's an important case because it doesn't necessarily get a lot of attention in the mainstream. However, it is creeping so much into everyday life where people are just kind of getting silenced every day for just saying things that really should not be uh, considered offensive. And and you were basically banned uh, for using a male pronoun for uh, a trans woman complainant in a human rights dispute. And this was all over a story that happened out of BC at a beauty salon where, as I understand it, one of the people working at it, they refused to do genital waxing on this trans... I I don't want to get in trouble for saying the wrong pronoun. I don't even... I'll just Mm -hmm. leave it there. Uh, So that's where it came out on. Um, But that's essentially what got you banned. Yeah, I mean, and the the thing about this individual is that he still goes by his male name Uh. on Twitter and in other places on social media. So on Twitter, he goes by Jonathan slash Jessica Yaniv. So I, you know, refer to him as him because he's male, but also because, you know, he looks male. He has a male name. Um, and yeah, he had brought, I think, 14 women to court because they declined to give him a Brazilian bikini wax and they told him that they only offered the service for females. So, you know, to me, this is a a man who doesn't respect women's boundaries to say the least. And, um, he publicly bragged about having me, uh, kicked off of Twitter so he's taken credit for this himself. He said that he personally had me banned from Twitter. So that's interesting as well. 
Right. But but there's a very small but very vocal um, uh, trans activist uh, groups that are, I don't know how they wield so much power. How did such a small group get such a giant voice and uh, basically kind of rule over the, what, 100 million or how many millions people use Twitter? I have no idea. It blows my mind how much power this very, very, very tiny group of people have, um, because as you say, they're they're able to silence hundreds and thousands of people, and they're enforcing this kind of newspeak onto us, where we have to deny material reality. You know, we can't say there's such a thing as a male and such a thing as a female. And if we do say this, or we start asking questions about this idea of gender identity, so this idea that you can be born male but somehow be a woman on th- uh, on the inside, and if we say, you know. What does that mean? Like, how can you be a woman on the inside? Uh, we are accused of bigotry and hatred, and, and yeah, we're silenced, threatened, no platform. I mean, I've gotten tons and tons and tons of violent threats on Twitter that Twitter has really done nothing about, and then they ban me for saying something that I consider rather innocuous and something that the vast majority of the population would agree with. I mean, most people don't believe that it's possible to change sex through declaration. Right. Well, the science books also say that. So that's kind of, I mean, mm-hmm. it's basic science. However, I mean, there's this whole new language. I mean, I'm now hearing people, women, which I find bizarre, women are now apologizing for their cis white privilege. I've never heard this before, but now I'm supposed to apologize because I was born a girl and you weren't. So therefore I apologize because I'm privileged to have the vagina you want. I mean, is that, am I reading that right? Because I, I mean, we, we you have... You are reading that right. Okay. And, and you're right that it, I mean, it makes no sense. I would never use the word cis. It's ridiculous. I mean, supposedly it means that you identify with the gender assigned to you based on your sex. But, you know, that's not that's not how gender works as far as I'm concerned. I mean, gender has so much to do with socialization and these ideas about femininity and masculinity and who should behave in what way and what we should wear. And, uh, I mean, the reality is that if you have a female body, you're a woman. There's nothing you can do about that. That's how you were born. So the this imposition of cis on top of that makes no sense to begin with. And certainly it doesn't make you privileged because you were born female and are still female <laughs> as an adult or whatever. I mean, are we supposed to apologize every month because we get our period? I mean, is there, is there going to be like a national holiday? Because I mean, I, 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 know, I kind of privilege, right? <laughs> it's, I'm very privileged to get my period every month. Let me tell you, it's a real joy. Yeah. But, but yeah. you know, um, it, it kind of goes into the world of a, a bazaar, but it is actually having a very, um, it, it's almost becoming weaponized. And I don't like that because it's stifling a debate. And, I, and I'm seeing more and more where you've got these feminist groups going up against the trans. And, and for some reason, it's only the feminist groups that the trans activists, these very vocal, and I don't want to paint them all with the same brush, but there are these small trans activist groups that are pushing up against feminists. And it's turning into a real war. Well, yeah, I mean, they're not letting the conversation happen. That's the main problem is that feminists are trying to ask questions about this legislation that's being pushed through based on this idea of gender identity and these policies that are being pushed through without any public consultation. You know, all of a sudden, men are allowed to enter women's change rooms. Men can be transferred to female prisons. Men can play on women's sports teams if they identify themselves as transgender. And that's the only requirement. I mean, 
anybody can identify as transgender whenever they feel like it. That doesn't actually literally make them the opposite sex, of course. But they're stopping the conversation from happening, and they're doing it in really shady, really bullying ways. I mean, the Twitter example is a great example. You know, I was banned from Twitter because I've been quite vocal in asking questions and in criticizing these policies, this legislation, this idea. But, you know, I certainly haven't ever said anything hateful or violent. I certainly wasn't harassing anyone. I mean, I'm the one who was being harassed and threatened, if anyone. Um, but, yeah, you know, they, they won't even let us speak about it, which is it's just it's shocking. And it is. And, and, and as you were talking about that, it, it reminded me, I saw uh, recently on social media, I mean, Western University has a sign up on its in its bathrooms and it says Western respects everyone's right to choose a bath or washroom appropriate for them. And then in smaller writing, it says, trust the person using this space belongs here you know as a woman i don't i don't think any anyone should be telling any priority how they should feel if someone doesn't feel safe because there's someone in the washroom that they don't know I, you know that to me is like you're telling me that i should feel something when i might not feel that it's telling you not to trust your gut it's telling you not to have boundaries that right. you should have right i mean there's a reason that women don't feel comfortable in washrooms or change rooms with men in there because Men are the ones who are going to be perpetrators if there's going to be some kind of assault or groping or, you know, peeping Tom kind of situation. It's not women doing that to other women. It's men doing that to women. And, you know, I really think it's quite manipulative because women in particular are socialized to be polite and to not make people feel uncomfortable and to, you know, kind of not assert their boundaries because they'll get called you know, names that I won't say out loud. Right. Well, you're automatically a homophobic or racist or hate or whatever. Um, but, you know, the, the fight itself, you know, and I don't know if it might rear into the mainstream when we get the Olympics because, you know, there's this growing concern about um, some athletes, uh, you know, going into female categories and the female athletes are saying, well, hold on a second. How on earth is this fair? I can't compete at your level. And, you know, I have no say in this. Oh, it's going to blow up for sure. I mean, this is one of the things that the general public seems to be getting really angry about this. Suddenly people are paying attention because they're seeing these males competing against women. And you can see very clearly that it's simply not fair. I mean, we do know that in general, men are bigger and stronger than women. And, you know, not in every single individual case, but in general. And when you see this this tall, big muscular man winning, you know, sports competitions against women who are very obviously smaller than him. It's just, you know, people, people see that and they know, they know instinctively that it's not fair. I mean, you don't even need to have an argument about that. We know that men have like different muscle mass, different bones, um, bigger organs, all of that. Testosterone. And, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I got that thing called testosterone. Uh, so yeah, where yeah, that thing. where does your your fight go with Twitter? I mean, they've banned you, they've silenced you. Uh, you won't be the last one. But where do you see this going? When do you see that finally people say, you know what, enough, done. You know, this has kind of gotten. We've been polite, but it's it's time to kind of rein in the uh, crazy. They need to say it's enough right now. I mean, it's really scary what Twitter and, and other social media platforms are doing because they have so much power to control discourse. They have so much power to control what information we have access to, who can speak about what, um, what kind of debates we can have, what kind of words we're allowed to use. I mean, 
This is, whether we like it or not, the new public square. Mm-hmm. This is where we, we have these conversations. This is where we hold public figures to account, um, people in positions of power, politicians, things like that. And for Twitter to attract this massive user base based on their declarations, you know, they've said over and over and over again, we support free speech. Twitter is for free speech and free expression. This is where free speech happens. And then all of a sudden to start kicking people off really kind of arbitrarily, you know, not following even their own rules um, or for political reasons or just for personal reasons. Like it seems like some people, including myself, are getting kicked off because, you know, somebody maybe has connections to a, a, a Twitter employee at yeah. Twitter safety or because some employees at Twitter don't like what I'm talking about. You know, it really, because none of it made any sense. There's no accountability. There's no appeal process. No one even told me what rule it was that I broke. And then we see all these other people who are, who are um, threatening violence, who aren't being kicked off. There's pornography all mm-hmm. over Twitter. Mm-hmm. There's prostitution all over Twitter. You know, there's tons of criminal activity all over Twitter that Twitter totally ignores and pretends not to be responsible for because they pretend, you know, they hide behind uh, Section 230 of the Communication Decency Act, I think it's called. This is an American law, not mm-hmm. a Canadian law. But it's so that they don't have to be responsible for what users post on their platform. Right. So they hide behind that in order to avoid cracking down on things like pornography and prostitution and then ban someone like me for saying men aren't women um, and for, you know, calling a male he. Yeah. And I'm sure I'll get kicked off right after this interview. Megan, uh, (laughs) we'll talk again and we'll continue to follow this journey. Thanks so much for covering it and for having me on. I will do, and I'll have you on again. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Megan Murphy, and, and it is such an important case. It's not okay to be shutting down debate on stupid stuff like this. And if I get kicked off of Twitter, I'm good with that. On point here on Global News Radio.